Well, hello and welcome to episode three of the Path Podcast season two. We are so glad that you have decided to join us. Um, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we are joined today by a very special guest. Mr. Ken Kington is here. Uh, we're going to ask him a few questions, pick his brain, since he's an expert on being a parent. <laughs> and, uh, it just means I've failed in more ways than most people have. Yeah. That's right. But, um, but I'm going to let Derek kind of take over here, and then we'll just have a little discussion here and talk together. Absolutely, yeah. Ken, thanks so much for being with us Absolutely. today. Uh, Ken uh, is preaching both of our services today, October 11th, and then this will air um like a week, a week Monday, later. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, uh, then you're you missed it. You missed it. You should go back and watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's recorded, yeah, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I guess in the show notes we can put some like a link. Yeah, to we'll that. put a link to that. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your family, but then kind of leading towards you know how you became passionate about helping parents. I know you kind of said that was one of your bullseyes with with speaking yeah. and how you like to help. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, um, as far as background, I've been married 25 years as of August 8th this year. Congratulations. And we celebrated in COVID by basically just staying home and uh, <laughs> cooking out. But uh, uh, 25 years, amazing, amazing woman. And uh, we have four kids. Uh, our two oldest, Graham and Cody, uh, 22 and 21, they are 10 months and 27 days apart. Oh, wow. Or, and I'd never heard the term Irish twins until we had them, but we, we each other's biggest fans and just incredible watching them with each other um they're doing great one just graduated college one's in aviation school and he's flying again so he's happy Um, my daughter kennedy is 17 she is actually a cancer survivor she is uh, one of the most precious hearts i've ever met and one of the most tough kids ever and uh just a neat a neat person and then our youngest doc came into our world about five years ago uh we were not looking Another podcast for another time, but we had uh, tried to adopt after our kids uh, twice, and it just did not work out. And so we did some fostering. Friends of ours fostered, terminated the mother, mother's parental rights because she didn't show up. And we ended up have, uh, adopting him after doing respite for him for a while and just absolutely loved Doc, 15 years old. And with all he's been through, I, we just laughed because we're like, you know, about... 98% of all his issues are, are God's just healed, which mm. is really cool. That's and now awesome. it's just, hey, you know, while you're in the shower for an hour and a half, find the soap at some point. Um, that's <laughs> our new that's our new challenge. But uh, it's it's just great. And we, uh, yeah, so I think it's through that and just the, the process of parenting. I, I found a lot of my comedy material was about my kids and growing up. And people were like, hey... But man, you, you you stopped and you shared this about that. Go into more about what you learned in that way, mm-hmm. and and that's just been a, a joy to get mm-hmm. to share that. And I'll be doing a little bit more of that with focus on the family as well this year. But uh, it's it, it is uh, it's a center of a bullseye, and um, I I love talking about it, and I love the path. I love what you guys are doing. Apparently, on the path though, if you're 
listening and not watching, you have to grow a beard and shave your head at some point. <laughs> That's right. Um, so I know I, I don't belong on the path yet, but it's good to be as part of the path. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're very slowly trying to start a monastery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> yeah. You're we, on your we way. We shave our head out of necessity. Yeah, yeah. We would not recommend it. I would not recommend it if you don't have to. But, <laughs> yeah. If I could grow it out and not have like the cul-de-sac going on up here, yes. I'd, I'd be very happy. Well, I did have a buddy of mine once, and he shaves his, and, and he's bald on top. And he said, well, he said, the way my wife tells people, grass doesn't grow on a playground. Like, okay, I don't know what to do with that, but that's, that's awesome. I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. All right, well, um, Ken, we had a couple of questions yeah. that we just want to kind of shoot at you here and um, just get your thoughts on stuff. So sure. Uh, the first question is this. Say, you were, um, say you're in an elevator, and you have 90 seconds to uh, tell some struggling parents where to start to kind of get moving in the right direction. What, what would you say? Uh, not, to, not to sound churchy at all, but I really have learned through frustration, through being overwhelmed uh, with boys that close together and then my daughter going through cancer, I, I can't do it alone. Yeah. I literally can't do it alone. And I really did. I closed Sunday morning with the... The prayer that I learned, and it was out of desperation. It was just God help. Do you not see what I'm going through? Do you not, do you not care? And when I prayed that honestly, and then listened, I realized He does care, and He does have the answer for that situation. Sometimes it is the the perspective of what what I'm going through. Sometimes it is the strength to get through it, but sometimes it's just peace. You know what? I'm, I'm with you and it's going to be okay. Right. But every time I would say in that elevator, engage with God. And then secondly, realize we're not alone. And if they push and they're like, well, what's one piece of advice? And that's what I get a lot. Yeah. It really goes back to the couple that I talked to. And I saw their two perfect kids and I'm like, I want those. And I'm like, well, they're not perfect. <laughs> but if you give them your attention when they want it and crave it and beg for it, then they will give you their attention when they need to. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, now being a dad for 22 years, that is 100% true. I, through exhaustion, would give them time and play Legos and Thomas the Train and basketball in the backyard when I was exhausted, and it didn't matter. But we now have time. My boy's in their 20s, and they're like, Dad, can we go to breakfast? I need to talk about some stuff. Mm. And it has been all through their adolescence, all through high school, it was the same. Mm. And I had parents that were asking me then, hey, um, how did you do that? How do you, why are your boys so free to talk to you? And I was, I didn't want to say, well, too late for you, but yeah. uh, no. And I just tell them, start spending time. They're like, well, it's awkward. And I'm like, I know, Yeah. but just spend time <laughs> and take them on errands and be together and that's that's it. You give them your attention when they want it, and they'll give you your, their attention when they need to. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I appreciate that you said you know, you know, your prayer was you know what you learned. You know, God help you know, and that's and, and you also talked about you know your your kids aren't perfect, and then even that couple that you talked to, there weren't. That's kind of the point of this series, or has become the point. I don't know that it really was when we started planning it yeah. a year ago, but. Um, this you know imperfect family series that we've been doing we've been looking at different family relationships or, or positions in the family and that's what we kind of said is that look we're all imperfect 
but it just helps us drives us to realize our need for God or need yes. for Christ. And so, you know, I think I think that's huge. Um, you know, it's something we say, but it's like it's really true. You know, like yeah. we just need God's help, and <laughs> you know, He's yeah. going to help us. And I love that you said. You know, sometimes it's peace. Sometimes it's um, you know just knowing that He's in control, and you don't have all the answers yet. Right. But you know, I think that's huge for us to you know really realize. Um, God wants to help us, and you know, too often, me me as a fixer, me as a you know typical <laughs> male, I'm like, well, look, I need to do this and this and this and this, but then at the end of the day, I probably just need to be be quiet and listen and let God kind of work through some thing, some things too, yeah, so. and let Him use you in that. And uh, God knows that we're imperfect. <laughs> I firmly believe that the reason He gives children no cognitive memory till at least like two and a half, three years old is because He knows you you don't know what you're doing, yeah. and you're going <laughs> to screw right. up. And we're, I'm going to give you a couple years to to figure some yeah. of it out. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I appreciate what you said about just giving giving your kids time when they want it. Um, I've noticed that even in my kids, I'm not as far along. We have, we have four also. and um, But they, one thing I've noticed specifically with my son is that um, most of the time when he wants my time is when it's super inconvenient for me. <laughs> yeah. and, and yet, I, I find that when, when I take the time to bring him into what I'm doing, like even when he's just like, I don't care what you're doing, Dad, I just want to be with Dad kind of thing, that those end up being some of the most precious times to me when it's as simple as yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Merritt with me to Home Depot or absolutely or whatever and absolutely and, and I know that like he even he talks about hey dad you remember that time we did whatever and it's like yeah we just we went to Home Depot and bought some screws and he's like yeah I loved that and it's mm-hmm. like man those that those times Priceless. like that are eye opening to me of how both how difficult and how simple parenting can be mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. does that make sense I, absolutely I think, um and so i it, I, I totally 100 percent agree with the give the, giving the time thing i think that's so important and, it, and i think it's something that we overlook so easily too though um because a lot of times it's just i, I don't want to right now I'm, I'm busy just let let me get this done it'll be a lot easier if you just let me do this um but some of those times and i, I look back even to my own dad when he let me help him work on the car or something right. or whatever mm-hmm. just, Help him cut the grass, and, and those times made a big impact on me too. Well, and I tell you, another area is doing what we're doing here. Um, I, I eat with friends a lot, mm-hmm. and I'll have other friends, and and I'll share a frustration like, man, I'm just overwhelmed time wise right now. And God uses other people to say, hey, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. A buddy of mine out in Arizona who is an incredible dad uh, runs a very large printing company. He said that an older gentleman that he had talked to, he was just talking about how he's struggling to get to all the games and all this stuff. And the guy told him, he says, you know, I struggled with that when I was your age too, but here's what I did. I'd stop and ask myself the question, is it the right amount of effort on the right thing at the right time? And he said, if it's a yes to all three, I know that's what I need to do. And so in those times where it's like, gosh, I'm really busy I can't tell you the number of times I've stopped and they're being interrupted and going, okay, is it the right thing? Well, obviously the right thing to play with them. Mm-hmm. Is it the right amount of time? It's going to take me 20 minutes. Yeah. And is it the, for the right reasons? Yeah, I can get this other stuff in a little bit. It just causes me to think through that. And I can tell you, I've left in the middle of the day 
from work that I knew I needed to get done and went to a practice because that's what I needed to do at that time. Mm -hmm. We needed to have that time driving home, stopping to get a big, you know, the bladder expander drink at wherever (laughs) and gas, but we needed that time. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, from his truth, it's from his presence, but it's also from one another yeah, that we're going to glean a lot. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, you're exactly right. All right, well, um, moving on to the next question. What, what would you say to, to a parent who thinks maybe they've missed their chance? So maybe they have, their, their kids are in their late teens, early 20s, starting to exert large amounts of independence, and a parent that says, gosh, I missed this. What, what would you say to a parent who, who thinks they find themselves in that position? I would say twofold. One, that kids, I don't care how old they are, they may have a resentment that you didn't spend time with them earlier, mm-hmm. but the way to make up for that is to spend time with them. <laughs> yeah. And I would say, one, understand that it may feel awkward at first, absolutely, but there's still no substitute for time. Mm-hmm. And to push through that awkwardness, I would say for, for if it's a boy, um, Men tend to connect better while doing something. Yeah. I know my boys now, we, we can have great talks about everything, but I find we go into the real parts of life when we're playing a sport together or yeah. we're going on a trip together or we're a game. And yeah. it's just conversations between innings or quarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's as you go. But if those who feel like I've missed it, you, you haven't. Your best opportunities are still ahead. Mm-hmm. And to just get that in mind. And if you set aside time and like, well, I'm busy, then respectfully say, hey, I really want to spend some time with you. I really like us to do something together. And there may be a little initial resistance, but to just stay at it and just they'll see your heart. And if your heart is, I really just want to be with you. I want time with you because you're amazing. And I just want to know how I can encourage what you're about. That's going to melt down that wall after time. That's a great word. Um, I think that I think so often that, um, like, so our, our son uh, just started playing soccer, mm-hmm. and it's the first sport he's ever played. Now, I've never played soccer a day in my life. You probably can tell by my physique. <laughs> I'm not a soccer. You're more player. of a goalie. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what position doesn't have to move? Yeah, that was one. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I was a football player. Yeah. Up, and and I would love for Mary to play football, but. He loves soccer, and so I'm having to learn soccer as he's learning mm-hmm. soccer. Um, and it's the same way for my girls. You know, um, two, two of our girls are in dance, and uh, one of our daughters is super artistic, like really good painter. And I just, I, I have to insert myself into that. And even though it may be, no offense, but I don't really like ballet. That's not my, that's not my cup of tea. But I'll go. The mental watch picture the of you in tights is disturbing. So don't <laughs> well, go down that road. I, I can appreciate that and understand that. I, I don't, I don't disagree with you um, because it's disturbing for myself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right that just in showing interest in what your kids like that that's huge for for a kid. Oh, um, absolutely. So. And I, what I am discovering because both my boys followed my love for basketball mm-hmm. and I coached them through middle school yeah. and and AAU and it was a blast and that was very easy for me then my daughter mm-hmm. um, because of the cancer really took a toll on her coordination so she wasn't so much an athlete but she loved dance mm-hmm. and she loved art and she loved other things and I found that she w- she just wanted me to be there yeah 
and I could ask questions like, okay, when you guys did this, how did you all do that in sync? How much did you practice? What is that? What's that called? And she loved just telling me about it. And then now my youngest son, who we adopted about five years ago, very much like you with the soccer football, mm-hmm. he he likes sports, but he just likes to play. He's not really into them, but he loves fishing, mm. loves bass fishing. Yeah. I'm not a fisherman, <laughs> but what he loves is when I go with him. Yeah. And he loves that he can show me how to do things and show me. I'm on the side of the, the pond on the lake one time and... And I look over, and he's just kind of looking at me through the corner of his eye, and I'm like, "What? What's wrong?" And he's like, "You're you're doing it wrong." And I was like, "Dude, I have no problem with you showing me how to do it. How do I do it right?" And he came over and he showed me, and he's like, "You want to do it kind of like this?" And within three minutes, I caught a four pound bass, and I'm like, "What the crud?" Yeah, what just happened? And and he's just like, and he was more excited that I succeeded than when he fishes in a tournament, and. So they just crave that time together. And I think it's good for us to be able to be humble and go, I don't know, I don't know about this. Show me what I need to look for. Show me what's really good and cool and tell me what you're working on. Yeah. And how can I help with that? And they just want us to be interested. Yeah, that's a great point. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'm just thinking, yeah, I think too often, like we, we feel like we have to be the expert, right? Yeah. And so maybe that's the downfall is that we, we don't need to be the expert. We need to... Like help them be the expert or let them know that we're learning from them. Yeah. Well, and I think when we're taking them along with us mm-hmm. to, to be humble and just go, I, I don't know how to do this, so we're going to go do mm-hmm. this. Or mm-hmm. Some of those powerful words are, I don't know. And going back to your question a little bit about the older kids, yeah. there there's probably going to be a time where the kids go, you know what, I, I don't understand why you did this or mm-hmm. why you didn't do that. And when we can own that and just go, yeah. I, I messed up there. Yeah. You're gonna find it's hard to believe, but this is my first time as a parent, <laughs> and yeah. I, I didn't have all the answers. And I really try not to screw up big, but yeah, I made a mistake. Mm. And I can remember probably a handful of times, even as my kids were growing up, where my wife brought to my attention, "Hey." I don't think it warranted you raising your voice there and whatnot. And I went back and I said, guys, here's the deal. What you did was not right, and I needed to address that. But the way I did it was not right. So I apologize for the way I did that. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, no problem, you know. And yeah. it, it, it's that fine line, but I think God can give us wisdom on walking that fine line. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I've had to do that exact thing within the last 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Only once. That's impressive. Well, it was a good day yesterday. But but yeah, I I totally understand that. And I think that that our our kids learn a lot in that by seeing us go, you know what, I messed up and I need you to forgive me. Mm -hmm. Um, They learn a lot about just how to be a human being, but also a lot, I think they learn a lot about our Savior when we look at that and say, you know what, I messed up. I need you to forgive me just like God forgave me mm-hmm. and God forgives mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, I think we, yeah. those can be some huge parenting moments there. Big so, time. Yeah. All right. So um, this is, we, we've sort of touched on this already some, but I guess this would be more of kind of a, a summary of what we've talked about so far. But okay. What, what would you say are some best practices for parents to get headed in the right direction? So maybe it's... Um, a couple who they're pregnant, they're about to be first-time mm-hmm, parents, mm-hmm. or maybe they're they're um, <clears throat> they have young kids, and 
you know, gosh, I've been fumbling through this, but what, what are some what are some best practices to get moving in the right direction uh, as far as trying to be a good parent? Well, if you're pregnant expecting your first, realize you are as big an expert and know all the answers more right now than you ever will the rest of your life. Because <laughs> from here, once that baby comes, you realize, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And realize, I think one of the practices is realize everybody else had to do this for the first time. Yeah. And give yourself a break. And just realize it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask others and, and realize that probably one of the biggest pieces of advice I would give is to really work at doing it together. Mm. God designed us as dads to be a little bit better in some areas that moms are. And moms, a lot of areas that are better than we are. <laughs> and like I shared today, just... I was very much the yes and no guy, and here's the rails, and we got to establish clear boundaries, and that's true. But my wife was the one of grace and the reality of you don't have to be hard on everything. Mm -hmm. You can accomplish the same by this way and see her magically do that. One of my favorites uh, was (laughs) the boys were digging in the backyard, and they came in and they're like, Mom, we need a bigger shovel. <laughs> and it's like, okay, what do you need to shovel? What are you digging for? And they're like, we're digging to find elephants. <laughs> and instead, I mean, I would have been like, you know what? It's a, it's a whole, you, that's not the way elephants are found. And I would just, I would have gotten very practical. She was like, oh my goodness, okay. And she went and got them two big shovels, knowing they're going to get tired in a minute, <laughs> yeah. and they're not going to find an elephant. And it, but let them go. Let them have that. And build in time. I think the other piece is not only do it together, but build in time as a family. Start right out. We're going to walk together as a family through the neighborhood with the baby. Yeah. And let that grow into we're going to walk and have a playtime in the middle of that. We were in a new neighborhood where we were in the first third of homes built. So they were always building these other huge mountains of dirt when our boys were little. <laughs> and we, I mean, our entertainment was, hey, grab your trucks and your shovels. We're going to the, the dirt pile tonight. Yeah. And that was a consistent part. And doing that together, uh, that grew into as they get a little bit older. We have a pool in our neighborhood across the street was after dinner, we're gonna to go to the pool. Can we go to the pool? Absolutely, and we go as a family. We play a little bit, they get exhausted, they go to sleep real good when they're exhausted. So, yeah. but establish a consistent family time. If not every day, at least a couple times a week that this is our time together and yeah. we're gonna do this. And anymore, it's not usually around a, a dinner table or whatever. We do that, and, we, and my wife, again, brilliant, she picks a show that we can binge watch together at dinner three times a week when we are all together. So I would say do it together with your wife and have a time as a family that you just establish that family time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how valuable that was Mm -hmm. to our kids until they got into high school. And they would come home and say, yeah, we're talking to friends and like, yeah, you know, when when you have family time and you go do this and this and this and their friends are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, right. No, you know how like you have dinner together and then you go all get ice cream together. You go walk and go to the pool together and they're like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and 
to them, to our kids, that was a value. Yeah. So I'd do it together with your spouse and do something together as a family. Those would be the two big I would give. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Any thoughts, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're right. I think um, you know, spending that time together is, is huge. Um, you know, and then, you know, even trying to find, like, that individual time you talked about in your in your message today as well. Oh, know. the one-on-one time with yeah, each, yeah, yeah. each kid. Yeah, we try that. It's it's hard. You have to fight for it. But, yeah. you know, it's it means a lot to them, you know, to kind of have that one-on-one time too, you know. Well, and I can tell you, it, it, it sounds almost like a platitude, but I'm, I'm not talking about uh, making that one trip for a week with each kid. I, I found if I just make sure that I'm spending a couple hours one-on-one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. each week mm-hmm. with my kids, it's monumental. And I'm not talking about, okay, what are we going to do? It's like with, with my youngest son, I'm like, hey, i got to run errands. Mm-hmm. You're going with me. Yeah. And he goes with me, and we go to Home Depot. Yeah, we yeah. go to my mailbox. We go to the bank. We go. Yeah. And, and I found after initially him being a little resistant at times, he now just – and question I'm like yeah I want to go with that mm-hmm. can we go by here sure we can mm-hmm. and now it's like hey can we go to that bank so we can go to field and stream I want to look yeah. at some lures <laughs> I'm like absolutely yeah and it's it's time together so yeah. it doesn't have to be constructed date night no it doesn't time yeah. it just literally just time what mm-hmm. are you naturally doing that you can drag one more with you yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think right you said earlier as you go and I think as you go I think that's a that's a great point that's yeah. a great point yeah all right. Well, thank you for joining us today. This is where we turn it over to you. What What are some thoughts or some reactions that you might have to what we've talked about today? Maybe um, something that Ken said sparked some thought for you. We'd love to hear about that. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life. We'd love to hear from you, or you can comment on this YouTube video. Um, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And I'm Ken and hope to come back sometime. <laughs> We'd love to have you back. Yeah. Um, but thanks for joining us on the path and we will see you real soon.